0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we are studying the Bible. We're looking at the Gospel of John. Today is episode 97, and today we're looking at John chapter five, verses eight through 13. Now we actually went through verse nine last time, but I wanna go back and pick up eight and nine again, just so we can keep the context. So John chapter five, verses eight through 13. Get up, Jesus told him, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly the man got well, picked up his mat, and started to walk. Now that day was the Sabbath. And so the Jews said to the man who had been healed, This is the Sabbath. The law prohibits you from picking up your mat. He replied, The man who made me well told me, Pick up your mat and walk. Who is this man who told you, Pick up your mat and walk? They asked. But the man who was healed did not know who it was, because Jesus had slipped away, into the crowd that was there. Well, this is the healing of the disabled man at the pool by the Sheep Gate in Jerusalem, called Bethesda. Jesus had approached the man. The man didn't ask for Jesus to heal him. He didn't know anything about Jesus, apparently. And Jesus asked him, do you want to be healed? And, and the man said, well, I, I can't because I can't get to the pool because... Nobody is here to help me. The understanding of the people at the time was that every now and then an angel would stir the water of the pool and the first one to get into the pool could be healed. And this man had been there apparently for years. He'd been disabled for 38 years and apparently a good bit of that time here at this pool hoping for a healing. Jesus didn't inquire about the man's faith. He just healed him. He said, get up. Pick up your mat and walk. And the man did. Now, how did he know to even try? We don't know. But he he gets up and he can walk. So he picks up his mat and starts to walk. Key factor mentioned in verse 9 now. That day was the Sabbath. The Sabbath is given as the fourth of the Ten Commandments. And, And the command is just to keep the Sabbath holy. You're not to work on the Sabbath. The purpose of the Sabbath is to rest, and it's given as a blessing for people that you're to take the Sabbath day as a day set aside for worship of God, because to keep it holy and to not be working on the Sabbath. Well, religious Jews had tried to keep the Sabbath holy, and and the way you do that is you erect a lot of rules around the Sabbath. And it had gotten into quite an elaborate thing of what you can and can't do on the Sabbath. And so in trying to keep it holy, they had made it not holy. They had made it a bunch of rules. And so it was very difficult to keep the Sabbath. And it was actually a burden. The Sabbath was no longer a blessing for rest. It was a burden to try and follow the rules for the Sabbath. Verse 10, so the Jews said to the man who had been healed, this is the Sabbath. The law prohibits you from picking up your mat. Now it just says the Jews. Now remember, everybody here is Jewish. The man who was healed was a Jew. Jesus was a Jew. Jesus' disciples are Jews. Everybody's a Jew in this situation here. So when it refers to the Jews, it's referring to the Jewish leaders. And quite often it's the Pharisees, because the Pharisees were very concerned about the rules, keeping the law. This is a, an amazing situation here. Jesus, the Son of God, God the Son, has just performed an ima- a miraculous healing. And what is it they note? This man's violating the Sabbath. This man picked up his bat. How dare he pick up his mat when he's just been healed by the Son of God? And so they, uh, they challenge him, hey, what do, you, what do you think you're doing picking up that mat? And He replies in verse 11, the man who made me well told me pick up your mat and walk. So he's passing the buck. Hey, this, this guy miraculously healed me, so obviously he has some kind of religious authority. He told me to pick up my mat, so I'm just doing what he said. He's really the one to blame. And so they ask him in verse 12, well, who is this guy who told you to pick up your mat and walk? But verse 13, the man who was healed did not know who it was because Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. Well, this is a a pattern that Jesus uh, often follows, the idea that he does not want the notoriety that comes along with these miraculous events. He slips away. Now, this event isn't over. We'll continue to follow it for a few more days but Jesus slips away, and the guy doesn't even know who he is. Now, he'll encounter him at the temple um, in a couple of verses, but the interesting thing here is what has just happened, and everybody has missed the enormity of what has just happened. The, The challenge is they're breaking the Sabbath, so this cannot be a God thing, because they have violated God's rules. They've broken the Sabbath. Well, really, have they biblically? No, not biblically, but they violated the rules that have been set up around this, and so the problem here is religion. Now, I say, well, Christianity is a religion. Yes, it is, but too often, you know, what we do with religion is we start worrying about the Pattern of the religion, the rules of the religion, the tradition of the religion, and we forget about the object of the religion. And let's uh, take out religion and just say faith. You know, the object of our faith is God, as he has revealed himself through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the object of our faith, and we uh, too often then set up the system of worship of tradition, of ceremonies, and there's nothing wrong with those, but when they become the object of our faith, then we've lost sight of what it means to actually be followers of Christ, and we've become followers of religion. And so even when something good happens, too often people will then say, well, that that is wrong because it's not doing it the way you're supposed to do it. You can't do it that way and that's what they would be saying to Jesus here is okay well we appreciate your heart healing this man but you can't do it here this way. You can't do it on the Sabbath and how dare you tell this guy to violate the Sabbath by picking up his mat on the Sabbath. And as we try to follow the rules we end up making more rules in order to protect the rules and you fall it's easy to fall into legalism and what legalism is is a pattern of rules one of the prime examples in in many churches is um well the, the bible clearly says premarital sex is is wrong it's a violation of, of god's rules so we then often start setting up boundaries around that well and this leads to things like dancing and so you know traditionally so many churches have have been opposed to dancing or uh, boys and girls swimming in the same swimming pool, things like that, because you don't want to arouse any lusts from seeing people in their swimming suits. Well, these are are boundaries, and you can say they're, they're good or bad boundaries, but then they take on the role, and it becomes scandalous to violate one of these boundaries versus violating the actual Word of God. And we become very good at following the rules. Legalism can be attractive because then you're not challenged with the actual heart issue of following God and being a follower of Christ. You're a rule follower. And as long as you follow the rules, you must be okay with God. Following God is an issue of the heart and not a matter of following rules. If our heart is right, and we're desirous to follow God with, with everything about us, you, we naturally do follow the rules. So legalism often actually gets in the way of following Christ because you're more focused on the rules than you are on Christ. And it's, not a matter, it's just a matter of the will, a matter of willpower versus a heart that's actually devoted to God. This is the perfect example here. Does the Bible say that the Son of God cannot heal a man and the man cannot pick up his mat on the Sabbath? No. This would be a, something that we should be celebrating and say, wow, what an amazing thing that God has done here. What great mercy and compassion has been shown to this guy. But that's been missed completely because the focus is on The rules, the focus is on the tradition. The focus is on the way it's supposed to be. Nobody's ever done it that way before. And so the challenge for us is not that we throw out rules, but that we are clear in our hearts and minds about rules. And we don't become slave to a book of rules versus following Christ based on the Word of God. God has given us rules, and and we must follow those rules. But we must be very careful when we start establishing our own set of rules in order to protect God's rules and then become slaves to those rules. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.